Hey, hey, how's everybody doing? My name is Christian Wagner, and I'm a militant Thomist. So, today we're going to do something a bit different than usual. So, I'm not going to really have to even uh, go in all the beginning stuff. I guess this, uh, this whole stream is going to be kind of a beginning thing. Because I'm going to give you guys... Sorry, I'm tweeting right now because I complete I completely forgot to tweet the links I always do. Um, there we go. So, as you guys know, sponsor to the show is FluentGreekNT.com, and when it comes to Fluent Greek, uh, I was I just wanted to do a whole stream where I kind of just showed you guys how it worked. So, if you guys are interested in learning Greek, then uh, obviously stick around and watch. If you're not, still stick around and watch and join Fluent Greek because you know advertising stuff reasons shows that I'm a good I'm a good sale I'm a good salesman showing you guys why fluentgreeknt.com not not that it needs much selling because of how amazing it is but as a general background overview I guess I'll talk a little bit about my background in Greek learning so in high school uh, late high school my senior year I. Uh, I knew that I wanted to study theology, so I kind of um, memorized the alphabet and uh, memorized uh, pronunciation points and went over some basic grammar points. Learned English grammar was pretty helpful. And I did things like that, just, just little tiny things like that. And then once I got to undergrad, then I took formal Greek classes uh, using a textbook. Uh, do, I, do I still have the textbook? I don't think I still have the textbook anymore. I can't even remember the name of the textbook anymore, honestly, that I use. That's pretty bad. But it was just a general, uh, really any textbook you get, um, more or less the same. I mean, with with uh, Fluent Greek, he's going to, I'll get to it, he's going to tell you which textbooks are the best, best. But I've always found that, at least for myself, that most of the textbooks I flip through cover the same thing. Some of them more pedagogically helpful, some of them less. But textbooks, you're going to you're going to about get um, it, you're it's basically going to be work put in gets work put out and you're about and if you put X amount of work into X textbook or Y textbook, it's basically going to be same result. So I at first um, learned from a textbook like everybody else. And then once I got to grad school, once I got to grad school, uh, I had taken Hebrew too. I started uh, more Hebrew. Uh, a lot more Greek because Greek is uh, still still about my best language, uh, much better than my Hebrew and then slightly better than my Latin. And I also started Latin learning then. But there was a slight difference because in my undergrad, as I said, and as I highlighted, I used a textbook. But when it came to my grad school classes, we did not use a textbook. We used what's called the natural method. So with the natural method of language learning, it's all about encountering the language as something which is living, not something which is uh, like a an organism to be dissected before your eyes. And then various little pieces of grammar, which will be um, memorized and then all put together. And then somehow you're going to you're going to learn it. No, no, that's not how they do it. The natural method, and um, I thought I can. Never, I thought Athanase is an example of a uh, a Greek book which uses it, um, and then also for Latin, it's going to be Lingua Latina. Uh, that's an example of a Latin book that uses um, the natural method. 
So you you have those two for Latin and Greek. Um, and then let me try to think. I think there's another. Oh, for classes, you have the Ancient Language Institute. Um, and I, I'm not getting paid to say all these people's names. I'm just throwing them out there for uh, for various examples. Ancient Language Institute, they have classes on Latin, Greek, um, Hebrew. I've taken classes with them before, and they've been really good. Um, and then you also have, uh, if you go to Bible Mesh, um, St. Andrew's has a Latin class that's pretty good. If you like um, asynchronic, asynchronic, that's how you say it. If you like asynchronic stuff rather than live stuff, uh, I found that to be pretty, pretty helpful. I took some of their Latin stuff and I really liked it. Um, But when it comes to the absolute beast to beat them all, because all of these options I've said to you before, they're either very difficult because Athanas and Lingua Latina, doing it alone, uh, anybody who's attested to it, it is something which is extremely difficult. I mean, it's possible, but it is extremely difficult. And the only way I've been able to pass through them is from the fact that I was either working on the context of a class or I had previous language learning uh, skills in that language or, or whatever it may be. But um, either way, uh, you're, it's either going to be very difficult or you're going to be shelling out a lot of money. So classes, uh, while, while it's not a terrible amount of money, I mean, any good class is at least going to be a few hundred bucks. Um, and then once you've taken three or four classes like you need to, it's good, you're going to be getting in the thousands, thousands of dollars. And then if you're in seminary class, it's robbery. You'll get out there not knowing anything, and they'll have charged you 10 grand by the time you leave. It's, it's really highway robbery. But the best solution and... There you go. The best solution for Greek is going to be right what I'm about to show you. This baby, good stuff. FluentGreekNT.com. So what FluentGreekNT does, and I'm about to I'm about to take you through the whole process. Actually, I'll put myself like this. I'm about to take you through the whole process of of going through signing up, showing you everything they do. Because I mean, if you're going to spend money on something, you're going to probably want to kind of look to see how it works beforehand. And this is really the only video that's going to be showing this because I am I am fluent Greeks and fluent Greek NT's number one guy. That's militant Thomist. I am their number one guy. So I will be I will be personally taking you through everything from sign up to uh, to the first stages of everything. I, I'm their guy, so I will show you this. And if you use the code militant, you can get 20% off for this. But I will. this is uh, what, what Fluent Creek NT does, is it takes the natural method, because natural method's amazing, amazing, but a bit of a downside, it's kind of difficult. Read, reading through Ath- uh, Athanase, reading through Lingua Latina, it's a bit difficult. It is, it is very difficult. Um, and then you may need to get a class, which is very expensive. So difficult, perhaps expensive, uh, and then not too, uh, too user-friendly. Although for the, since there's no fluent Latin, uh, ST, fluent Latin, Summa Theologica, that, that, that's what we need, fluentlatinst.com. That's the next thing. But um, what was I saying? Well, when it comes to Latin learning, I guess the closest thing that comes to how amazing fluent Greek is for Greek is going to be um, St. Andrew's on Bible Mesh. It's pretty good. But when it comes to when it comes to Greek, what fluentgreeknt.com does is they'll take uh, the verbs in the New Testament. So in Greek, there's something called a verb system. You have present, 
Um, you have present active indicative. Uh, you may have um, you may have um, an imperative. You may have um, an aorist. You may have a uh, you, there, there's a lot of different uh, categories you put them in, and then blah 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 case system blah blah, blah. And all, all that all that stuff. So you can have like a trillion different types of verbs, like the way in which it works. You can have it's it's uh it's very very annoying the the amount of different verb endings that you have to memorize and such. Uh, with fluent Greek, you won't have to memorize them. Um, what if you what if you were NT's top guy? You can't just deny its calling. So true. But um, when it when it comes to the verbs, very difficult. A lot of different types, as I said. What they do is they're like, okay, what is the easiest type of verb? And it's going to be present aorist. What's the what's the easiest type of verb we can find? And then what's the hardest type of verb we can find? And then what's two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? So we're gonna we're gonna place all these different uh, verb types, uh, easiest to hardest. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna line them all up, and then we're gonna take all of the verses in the New Testament, and then we're just gonna classify them by those verb types. So. That's what Fluent Greek did. Stacked them all up. Said, "Okay, here's our here's our stack of verbs, and our stack of sentences." And then they did that that ranking chart for every single verse in the New Testament. And then they're like, "Okay, how are we going to get people to be able to interact with them from easiest to hardest?" So what they did is they have these very cool uh, flashcard thingies. Not not really flashcards, but more like interactive like mega flashcard thingies where you can you can double tap something see what uh see what the gloss is you can interact with it you can answer you have to you have to translate into english and then you basically just go through and do that over and 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 over again that's what you do you say uh this greek greek sentence okay this is what i think Boom, next Greek sentence, same verb type, different verb, and then over and over and over and over and over again. And they have other resources, flashcards for grammar and 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 such like that. But really the bread and butter is going to be, it's going to have what's called space repetition to where you're going to see something. You're going to be like, okay, I, uh, I know what this is. I've seen it like five times, so I know what it is. So it's going to say, okay, you, you kind of know what it is. So in, I don't know. Five minutes from now, you're going to see it again. They're like, okay, you know what it was again. Okay, maybe uh, tomorrow you're going to see it again. Okay, maybe next week. Okay, you really got this now. Maybe next month, and and such like uh, such and so on until basically you go through the entirety of the New Testament, kind of kind of like that. So it's really uh, really amazing. Um, you can go through the whole program. It's a uh, it's it's pretty easy because um, even if you're just having a sucky day and you're just going at and uh, and you know only like a third of them I mean at least, at least you're you're doing something a lot better than if you ever read one of those one of one of the chapters from a Greek grammar or any language grammar and you read the whole thing and then you're like okay I didn't understand or remember anything from this whole thing but what you're doing with with fluent Greek is basically like okay um, I'm going to practice my Spanish. Let me just like text my friend in Spanish and we're going to have a conversation or something like that. Or let me just uh, read a few things in Spanish or, or or whatever like that. You're just interacting with the language, but with Fluent Creek, it makes it an orderly and intentional interaction, not just a random interaction that you might find uh, from picking up some sort of book. Um, so, oh, okay, good. Would you recommend learning the declension and conjunction tables while or perhaps after using the natural method? 
Okay, so I did it. I did it before because again, I had a textbook when it came to Greek, and I feel that's a good question. But I I don't feel like it was it was super super helpful because I feel like while it is a lot more of a slog when you're just hitting a language and then you're just kind of like recognizing those patterns that it definitely speeds up. Well, in the long run, it's going to speed you up because I feel like when I read through Greek and I have to think about my little, um, my little declensions in, in my brain that it kind of slows me down rather than just like having that kind of instantaneous connection. You, you know what I'm saying? Am I, am I making any sense here? Uh, so I feel like before might have actually been a little bit hurt, um, a little bit not good for me. So maybe uh, during or after might be helpful. I, I'm, I'm not sure uh, because I've only done it uh, before. And then with Latin, I mean, I haven't uh, haven't even really touched a um, I haven't even really touched the declensions too formally, except um, a few videos where. They will go over them in general and then look, I, I've always found more helpful kind of looking after patterns and then intuitively learning them through interaction. That's been so much. Uh, um, so can you not sign up without putting in credit card? Um, he said that he used to have it. I think he said that he used to have it. Uh, um, actually, I can uh, I can message him about that. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I know what uh, to, to direct you guys towards. If you go to Twitter, everybody should follow his Twitter. But if you just go to Fluent Creek NT, he has a Twitter. I'm sure he'd be happy to answer uh, any questions that you have that are past my learning abilities. If you uh, if you DM him, there you go. Some of the technical aspects I don't know. How are we all today? We're doing beautiful. Yeah, perhaps uh, tables only for reference, much like a dictionary. Yeah, because, I mean, the, the way in which languages work, we have to realize, and this is actually why stuff like Fluent Creek is pretty good. The way in which languages work is they're really top-heavy. So what, what I mean by that is if you learn, it, it's kind of like the 80-20 rule, except it's like the 99-1 rule, is like 99% of the stuff you're going to be encount, uh, encountering can be... Can be uh, can be achieved by memorizing like 2% of the grammar and 2% of the vocabulary, because it's really the, uh, the, that 99% of the really obscure and hard and difficult and regular stuff. That's going to be, um, that's, that's going to be the long run part of language. But I mean, at first, and if you just work really hard on getting uh, really good at the basics and those first few things, those words that occur a, a lot, you're going to be when you're encountering a text, being able to uh, pick up on a lot of stuff. And then as you go on encountering more of the text, you're going to be able to fill in the gap, so to speak. So, you, yeah, there's no reason to like, I don't know, memorize something we didn't memorize is called the optative. We never we, we did not memorize the optative. I think it occurs maybe a few dozen times in the entirety of the New Testament. It wasn't too common in Koine. It was something that was uh, what was an old or like memorizing the dual form or something. The dual form is something which is done in Attic Greek, but basically by the Koine period, it had uh, it had fallen out a lot. Those things like, yeah, if you happen to encounter it, 
just look it up in the dictionary. <laughs> it's like, why, why are you taking precious time to memorize these really obscure things? Wonderful praise report. I've officially left Protestantism and leaned towards Rome. Let's go, boys. Thanks be to God. Um, how would this stack against something like Ancient Language Institute? I have taken um, an ancient language, I think two ancient language institute classes by now. Um, so with the Ancient Language Institute, really great, amazing. Uh, I've always loved my classes there. One thing is um, I didn't find my classes to be uh, super flexible, which I mean, like if when it comes to normal classes, that's just part of taking classes is there's a set time you go there, you do it. Um, it's a lot of... Um, a lot of speaking time, which is really great. Uh, definitely uh, really wonderful. Not not much uh, negative to say, except um, I found it sometimes hard to fit in my schedule. And then it is uh, a bit pricey, but I mean, compared to seminary classes, it's nothing. So if you're, if you're prepared, if you're uh, paying 50, 60,000, well, 40, well, probably about $50,000 a year in seminary classes, um, <laughs> ALI is going to be nothing. I think it's like what? I want to say uh, 700. I can't. I'm just going to look it up. Ancient language. And the guy, uh, Jonathan Roberts, who's heading, uh, who's ahead of it. He's Chad. He just commented on my Facebook post, actually. So I'm, I'm in with all the, uh, all the, all the online, online uh, language chads. Okay. Let me see. One of their Koine classes. Yeah. And they have a lot of good stuff uh, too when it comes to like learning about the about the uh, yeah, 850. So yeah, 850 is a little, little pricey. And they have Ancient Greek 101, 102, 201, 202, 301, 302. That's six classes, about $700, each. So yeah, I mean, compared to seminary stuff, this is going to be nothing. But uh, but yeah, it's much pricier than Fluent Greeks, like fifteen dollars a month. So, and then you get twenty percent off if you if you if you use uh, my code. So yeah, it what's twenty percent off fifteen twelve dollars? Yeah, twelve bucks a month versus that. I, so it's it's like they're they're trying to do different things. Um, if if you just want to. Uh, uh, because the Ancient Language Institute uh, does have have the strength um, of engaging speaking and written Greek. Is that something which is, which was really really a challenge that I really enjoyed? That and I guess it kind of forced because I mean with something like fluent Greek you'd be like oh I'm actually uh, busy so I just give up. But I mean if you if you shell out eight hundred bucks for something you're gonna finish it. Yeah, there are a few material about ancient language not focusing all the time. I know it's so terrible. It's like, yeah, that's definitely how like, <laughs> like even most people's like Spanish high school classes don't don't get taught like that. Like, what is what is wrong with you? It and you know whose fault it is? It's the Protestants' fault. No, no cap. Uh, that's kind of cringe. I can't believe I just said no cap. Um, man, I'm distracted. Okay, Protestants' fault. 19th century German institutions. They use these this garbage sort of uh, language teaching method that for some reason everybody's like, oh, this is so great. And uh, they soy jacked over garbage language methods. And then now, like it, they, you before you could teach like a like a farm kid who uh, 
grew up drinking like stream water and like ate bread for the first like 13 years of his life. And you could teach you teach that kid, you could teach him Latin in like a year and a half. And then now you have people in like freaking PhD programs who <laughs> like go through like four years, three, four years of Latin and they don't learn. They, they can't remember it after like a few months. Like, wh- where do we go, man? Where do we go? Which is why I should sign up the Flume Creek. Oh, that's uh, man, that's painful. I studied old Babylonian with my uh, Assyriology professor, and ninety-five percent of it was just looking in a cuneiform di- dictionary. Yeah, um, that must that must be brutal because I know a lot of like weird languages like that, with that severely lack um, somebody who has written a grammar for it. Like you're you're basically stuck with doing stuff like that. I've noticed you've also taken classes at Davenin. So, do you really hate Protestants that much? No, no, no. I'm actually, um, I'm actually an Emlet student at Davenin. No, I just really, I just, I just really like Davenin. I mean, I mean that. So, in, in undergrad, I kind of fell in love with a lot of the the Reformed scholastic tradition um, that I was encountering. So, I, I like a lot of stuff that they do. That and I mean, it's always, it's always nice as a Roman Catholic to. Uh, to have expertise in an area of Protestant theology. I mean, I think it definitely helps out with, I mean, you'll get like Roman Catholics uh, going out there and studying like Byzantine stuff. So why not have a Roman Catholic studying uh, a Protestant scholasticism? So yeah, I, I actually do. I, I, I meme on the Protestants a lot, but, but uh, the real ones know that every, uh, all the, all the, ultra super rad treads hate me because i have a secret uh love for some of some of what they've said because some uh, okay i won't i won't go on about it on the parts that i like but uh yeah but obviously i think still think they're heretics and i think um well not not davenin institute uh well technically yes davenin institute but um when it comes to the uh protestants that i study like obviously yeah i think they're i think they're heretics but I don't think we should. Um, I think they would. They would definitely think I'm a heretic too. But we shouldn't uh, be so fragile as to just not want to hurt one another's feelings uh, when we have these conversations. Uh, I like a simile a lot. I learned French with it. There's even Egyptian available. Unfortunately, they have ancient Greek. I mean, the one used by Homer, not Koine. Um, when it comes to a lot of the basics of Greek, um, they're a bit interchangeable. Um, it, it, so, yeah. I, I even know places that won't even teach separate classes for both. Like the Athanase is um, used by uh, Ancient Language Institute for for their um, Koine class, even though technically it's uh, covering earlier material than that. So let me see. Okay. Now, now for what I was actually trying to do. Okay. Let's actually, let's go back to the, back to the main page. So efficient, economical, 15 bucks a month. Remember code militant, 20% off and then intuitive. Oh yeah. There's another really cool thing about this is it's going to consider your current knowledge of Greek 
and then present you with selections that are uh, at or above your level. So you're you're not if you know if you already know Greek, it's not going to um, like bring you back to the beginning. I mean, I guess you could set it uh, to that if you want. But uh, if if you already know Greek, you can you can bring yourself up to that, and then it's gonna like lift you up from there. Okay, so trying to see if there's anything I forgot to forgot to cover. Okay, here we go. Let us start our 14 day free trial. Okay, I'm going to stop that right real quick while I put my email in. Email address militantomist Thomist at gmail.com. Okay, password. I am not telling you my password. Discount code militant. I'm going to reshare my screen. Sign up. Activate your account. Okay, save. Oh, wait, I should probably boop, take that back again. I'm, I'm going to give all you guys my credit card information. Okay. I'll throw to make sure I, I remember. I already have my um, my account for my own email. I need to... Okay. It texted me a code. Let me check my codes. There you go. Code is oh wait, do not share with anybody. <laughs> that was a plus one. Um two, there you go. Signing up with my one time code. Uh, oh, I literally let us see. Oh dang. This, this might be a very short stream. Okay, I'll just put my credit card in. Why is my PayPal working? That's weird. Which is a reminder, if you want to donate for a one-time donation, militantomist at gmail.com. Well, actually, actually that, that won't work. I haven't set it up yet because I'm a dummy. Christian Wagner 7 x at gmail.com. Ooh. Um... I'm at RBC right now. Did you ever have Tweedale as a professor? Yeah, uh, do yourself a favor and don't mention my name if you're at RBC. It could be <laughs> just just as a just as a tip, real quick. Or uh, you might be <laughs> you might be meeting Tweedale. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did have Tweedale. Uh, Tweedale's a very nice guy. Um, I have nothing bad to say from uh, about him from my time at RBC. <clears throat> There's really only one one uh, professor at RBC that uh, I had a problem with. Uh, all the rest of them were great. Yeah, I can respect you a lot because of that, Christian. Some of the Roman Catholics they can't even articulate to me and never have why they, uh, they consider Protestant heretics that go off no respect. True. What? Why? Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, 
should should I even go into this during this uh this stream? Um Nah, it, uh you can actually that is the wrong email right there for a uh Christian Wagner 7x7 at gmail.com if you want to direct donation anybody. But uh yeah, uh it's I was kind of kicked out RBC um for heresy, so that's awkward. Um yeah, so I know I kind of have to explain to everybody every time I say I was kicked out of every time I was kicked out of RBC, uh I have to say like not for moral reasons. I always always tell people. Okay. You do not like me right now. Okay, I'm getting back to signing up. Okay. Let's go put in my credit card. Anybody want to see my credit card number? Just kidding. Okay. Does this have... Yes, it does. Okay, good. It has my whole credit card saved. I'll like, go get my wallet and then pull out my credit card. That'd be fun stream activity. Let's, uh, let's have everybody see my address and my credit card number. That would be fun. Okay. And then my phone and then my email. Militantthomist at gmail.com. There you go. No, I don't want an account right now. Okay. Now, hopefully I remember to un... What? PayPal doesn't work at the moment? What are you doing, PayPal? Bruh. This is tragic. Okay. Welp. Guess we're just gonna investigate the rest of the website right now. Man, PayPal is not coming to the rescue right now. Okay, so... Oh, wait, am I already logged in? I'm already logged into my Fluent Creek account. That's why it wasn't working. You know what? Let's. There you go. Man, I was just being a dummy. Oh, wait, is it? Is it my Militant Thomas account? My trial period has ended. This Militant Thomas account, I mean, this Militant Thomas account was created like five seconds ago. Man, what is. Can, does anybody here work for. Uh, work for um submit dang dude you guys are brutal anybody here work for paypal if protestant true what's mt's credit card number oh you're a uh you're a software engineer You're a full stack software engineer. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Now let's try this. Let's try this again. Because this is. Okay. If you have an existing account. Okay. Click here. Wait. Sign in. Dang, dude. You are really not liking me right now. Okay, weird. Weird. You're being weird only, dude. 
Do I not even like know my own email? Is it saying my email doesn't exist? Oh, I know what might be happening. Is it like literally my apology angry comment email? That would be super awkward. Oh, okay. Well, guess we're going to be going into other parts of the website because they're not liking me. Okay. So we're going to be going over how the process works. So first, in order to read this sentence, which is, um, but a certain Jew whose name was Paulos, um, born of Alexandria, or from Alex, uh, yeah, born of Alexandria, eloquent man, um, he came to Ephesus being powerful in the scriptures. Boom. You'll need to be familiar with Greek alphabet, with word meaning, parsing, and then grammar. So with the Greek alphabet, uh, they'll teach you the Greek alphabet at first. Pronunciation, punctuation. And then after you learn the letters, they'll teach you how to combine letters into words. Word meaning and parsing. With word meaning, they'll teach you in two ways. So actually... This is this is what I was talking about. So the flash they'll start you off flashcards. So they'll put these flashcards that you can like memorize like like Estine or something like that. Like the the really like common ones that you'll just see everywhere. Like um like day is another one. It's like but or and it's it's like super you'll see it just like everywhere or like Kai or something like that. It, it it'll be everywhere. So basic definitions of really common words. You'll get flashcards with that. And then, as they say, flashcards are useful in the beginning, but are not a good long-term strategy. When you must learn thousands of words, as you must when aiming for fluency in any language, flashcard review becomes hopelessly inefficient, stretching to hours a day. Instead, the best way to encounter new words in actual sentences and read those sentences frequently enough that the words stick in your memory. This is the recommended method after you've learned 50 or so words using the vocabulary flashcard tool. So really, you're only with flashcards, if you hate flashcards, you're only going to learn like 50 words with flashcards. After that, you're going to just be, they're going to give you sentences, actual sentences that you're going to encounter. And then they're going to teach you about parsing. So you're going to uh, know not only the word, but like the, the form of the word. So if it's plural, singular, or uh, or anything. And then... You're going to, where this is, this is going to be the bad part is, um, this, this is their recommended actually. So this answers the question somebody asked earlier. Somebody asked earlier, uh, declension and conjunction tables. They're going to suggest after, because they're going to say after you have, um, 
after you've encountered all of these sentences, then um, you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna start uh, looking at a textbook for for what you already into. So it's gonna be making explicit what you already implicitly know. So yeah, that's that's their that's gonna be their recommended. So it's they'll they'll get you here. Really learning all the basics of word meaning, alphabet, parsing. They're gonna you're gonna be getting intuitively knowing a lot of that grammar. But if you want a uh, a really scientific uh, overview, you're gonna wanna move on to that textbook. So let's uh, let's click right there. Let's see where we get. So here, ooh, we get some about the Greek alphabet. Hi. This is James with FluentGreekNT.com. Learning to pronounce Greek words is a crucial first step in your study of New Testament Greek. To help you with that, in this video, I will pronounce the most common Greek words found in the New Testament letter by letter. But first, a tip for those who are just starting out and don't know the alphabet yet. I encourage you to focus on the lowercase form. Oh, that's a 15 minute long video. Oops. I thought, I thought that said like a minute 50 seconds. Yes. So alphabet. Yeah, you guys don't need to do alphabet. I got to get a video of him, uh, him doing what I was trying to show you guys how to do. Okay, let me. help them stuck. Oh. Well, I hope this was a, I don't, I don't, man, that kind of stinks that that sign up didn't work. Actually, what I might do is I might just, let me see if it's working now. See if I can sign into my account. That's super weird that they're just like, oh, actually, uh, we're not going to let you, we're not going to let you sign into your phone Creek account. Come on now. Come on now, internet. What is, what is wrong with you? Oh, what if I click forgot password? Okay. Password reset email will only be sent if you have an account. Okay, send me instructions. We're going to, you're, so if you're, if you're listening to the replay, you can skip like two minutes from now because we need to find this email. Okay. Let us look. Dang. Okay, let me look at my my spam. This is crazy. Oh, make sure you check your spam. Like, what kind of crazy PayPal? It's all PayPal's fault. Okay, let me I was just going crazy here. Okay, let me check. Um, you're a Reformed Baptist. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> All right, what, wait, what kind of Indianapolis Presbyterian? Are you like... The militant PayPal, bro, PayPal, 
just just not liking us right now. What kind of Presbyterian are you like? Um, like like rock band PCA Presbyterian, or are you like uh, Sabbatarian OPC Presbyterian? That's the question. Okay, let me see. Drafts, spam. Okay. Yeah, I cannot find it. Okay, good question. What's the difference between Attic Greek and New Testament Greek? Um, it's actually, it's like not like not like what we think of. Like when we think of like like old Middle English and stuff like that. Like we we think of like a massive difference to a language we can barely even understand. We have to recognize that there just weren't these cataclysmic. Um, cultural shifts like that as much in the ancient world. So the difference between Attic Greek and New Testament Greek is really not uh, a bunch. Um, if you're really good with one or the other, it's like what they used to do is um, in in uh, high school and in undergrad, you would learn Greek uh, before before education went crazy in the 20th century. You used to learn Greek. So when you go to seminary, what they would do is they would just give you like a kind of like remedial, like short grammar to help you out with uh, no understanding the the few grammatical nuances that are found in Greek. But it's not like a, a, a just a massive difference between the two. Um, a lot of the basic stuff you can you, you don't even need a um, a specific course, which treats one or the other you can get something that treats the both so if you like let's say you go to fluent greek and you want to learn um you're interested in attic stuff like learning the basics through fluent greek you'll you'll be fine and you'll just need to pick up an attic textbook to learn some of the grammatical um nuances so to say so okay unfortunately i don't think uh i don't for some reason i don't think paypal went through so very sad, very sad. So let's do a crusade against PayPal. But that's all I have. So thank you. And I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. I'll use your code to sign up. W. W. That's what you get. You get a W. And you all will learn Greek. And you'll be really good at Greek. And then maybe we can even call like the the um, the customer service, but the Greek customer service to PayPal that we can harass them in Greek about about their lack of services on this occasion because they make me very sad. So I'll talk to you guys later. Tomorrow, um, I think I'm going over John six tomorrow. Uh, some of my thoughts on John six. Uh, interesting stuff. Uh, Chrysostom, uh, St. Uh, John Chrysostom, St. Augustine, they didn't interpret John 6 like you think they did. You've been told your whole life. Catholic answers propaganda. I'm telling you, they told you. Everybody always, forever, until uh, the uh, the dumb poo-poo man Luther said that all of John 6 is talking about the Eucharist, but that's not what a lot of the fathers say, and that's not a lot of what the... Um, 
the post-Tridentine theologians said, even some of the best Eucharistic theologians like Franzlin. So it's going to be really fun. Uh, I guess maybe eventually the other Paul and I will have to do a discussion on that because we were arguing on Twitter about it the other day. So you know what those Twitter fights do. Anathematize PayPal, so true king. But I will. See, this is the third time I've said goodbye, but I'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye, and remember, it's Trinity Tide, so we worship one God in Trinity, and Trinity in unity.